welcome to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast. This is your host, Zach Johnson, founder and CEO of Funnel Dash. And we got Mr. Dylan Carpenter. How you doing, Dylan? Doing pretty good on this fine Thursday afternoon. I'm pumped for this one. This, this is going to be a, a juicy one. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is an exciting one, right? This is actually the first fintech uh, that we've actually had on the show. And they've got some impressive numbers that they posted up uh, and published in the last month on, on CNBC. I'm looking at their, their, their stats right now. They just rolled out a hit over a million users. I don't think we've had anybody on the show that has over a million users. So that's epic. And uh, tracking it, 100,000 users just in, I think it was like April and May uh, alone. So some in, insane, ludicrous levels of growth. They're uh, essentially a a challenger uh, neobank for uh, young hipsters and millennials and uh, what's called the underbanked. Um, I think they're about to pass over 1.2 million users. They they should be passing a billion dollars in deposits here very shortly. So, and they've done it all through advertising and influencer marketing. And I'm so excited to have on uh, today. Uh, the VP of Marketing at Current. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much, guys. And I appreciate all the kind words. Uh, I'd love to say we did it all through advertising, uh, but then the rest of the team here would kill me. Uh, (laughs) We've done it through both advertising and, well, really great product and product market fit. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean the numbers, you know, speak for themselves in terms of the 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 growth that you guys have had. Uh, you know, some for some people that, you know, would in the same space as maybe uh Chime would be the closest uh competitor for, maybe for a slightly different market. Some people might be familiar with like a SoFi bank, but you guys are definitely in that, you know, neo challenger bank space. Um and really just came out of nowhere, like in the last 12 months, I mean, you've seen impressive growth. So I would love to hear more about your, your background, Adam. It seems like you've, uh, you've been, you've got quite a bit of experience in the influencer marketing arena. Yeah. 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 Certainly. Uh, I wouldn't say we exactly came out of nowhere, um, because we've been working on this for a while, but it's really, we kind of set the foundation, which uh, I guess, I guess allowed that to happen. Right. Uh, I, I joined Current about 18 months ago, and we really have seen explosive growth. Um, but once again, as much as I'd love to credit uh, our incredible marketing team, uh, it's really because of the foundation that was set in in, in place. What what kind of sets us apart from a lot of those other fintechs you mentioned um, is we've really we've built our own banking infrastructure. Um, I could go into like the details on that, kind of, but honestly, I'm not the best person. Uh, but what that means is that we have way more control and way higher margins on our banking product uh, than your typical other fintech would, who mostly uses a lot of third parties to execute on like a debit card strategy. Um, why that actually matters is that allows us to bank people that those other fintechs and particularly big banks just can't bank profitably, right? Um, so. You know, if you're talking about somebody who um, is, is paycheck to paycheck, right, an hourly worker, a gig economy worker, uh, maybe a creative, 
who doesn't make a consistent paycheck. Um, those are all the type of customers that big banks run away from, right? Because uh, there's no way they can make money on. Uh, and even a, a lot of these neo banks that that kind of focus on different segments, uh, like you know, you mentioned like the SoFi's who who kind of target uh, wealthy millennials or maybe like a, a Robinhood um, who you know are obviously targeting people who have money to invest. Um, we're we're going after kind of the other fifty percent of America, right? Uh, it's about one hundred thirty million people or so in this country who who are who are paycheck to paycheck, where um, yeah, traditional banks really are not solving. Um, their their problems and and kind of what that all comes down to is the underlying business model of traditional banks, which is that they make money by loaning out deposits, uh, upselling you into a credit card, um, or really uh, upselling you into a mortgage. And the truth is, uh, if you're a you know twenty five year old uh, Best Buy worker you're not going to be doing any of those things anytime soon, right? And so you're, you're, you're a loss to those banks. Uh, so rather than do that, they'll make money on you by charging you overdraft fees, minimum balance fees, maintenance fees, et cetera, to the tune of hundreds of dollars a year. Um, now, my guess is most of your listeners are not in this demographic, right? Um, and, and honestly, and, and hey, neither am I, right? And so that's something that I think a lot of people don't really understand is that you know half this country uh, is paying lots of money for just a basic personal checking account from from a traditional bank? Um, so that's, totally. that's that's what we're here to solve. Yeah, no, I love it. You know, in terms of running, you know, customer acquisition and, and growth and marketing for a bank, I mean, it's such a fun and interesting conversation because it's not. You know, like the e-commerce, you know, advertiser, it's really, it's a relatively like simple conversation, right? Like what's your CPA? What's your margins? And like, what's your average order value? And like, you know, how, how, how much are you spending? And with, with, uh, with banks, I mean, one, like you're dealing with a lot of friction in general, in terms of what it takes to actually get somebody to sign up for a banking product, right? With, the 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 KYB and or the KYC um, uh, rules in the space like there's a lot of fields to, <laughs> to fill out there so you have some friction but also I mean you're you're talking about uh you know your entire revenue stream coming off of of bank deposits and interchange on on, on debit cards like you really have to know your LTV curve over time right so talk to us about the journey of you know, you starting out as current and then really just getting, you know, clear on like honing in on your top, you know, one to two uh, KPIs for your advertising efforts. Yeah, well, you, you really nailed it on the head there. Uh, you know, I, I, if you had asked me, uh, I you know, maybe a, a few years ago, like, oh, marketing for a bank, that sounds like so much fun. Uh, you know, you, 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 I don't know, I, I'd probably laugh at you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, that's 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 obviously changed in, in, in recent years. Um yeah. we it's such an interesting product, it's such an interesting space. Um a, you know, a, a bit of a background on myself. Uh I've worked on for 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 a number of different consumer tech companies, right? In in every space from like dating to e-commerce to lots of gaming, entertainment, etc. Um Daily fantasy sports—that was a fun one. Um, all, all these different spaces, uh, and 
really, I've never had to have the level of nuance and understanding of, of, of my customer than I do now because, you know, your bank, your, your, you know, where you put your money and how you spend your money, that, that's so much more of a, of a reflection of different parts of your life um, than anything else I've ever worked on, right? Uh, you know, before I just needed to know, okay, you know, let's say in daily fantasy sports that you like football, and hey, mm-hmm. you like football, you're over 18, and you don't live in Utah. Great. Uh, <laughs> like that, that, that's about all, all I needed to know about you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in the case of, uh, you know, I used, I, I used to be VP of marketing at a company called Quid. Uh, we sold digital collectibles and, and entertainment products. And that was even easier. All I needed to know was uh, you like Rick and Morty or you like Game of Thrones. And, you know, the rest I can, can kind of come in later. But I didn't need this this true nuanced understanding of of, of who you are, um, and in many ways I was fortunate because I didn't have that nuanced understanding, right? I just didn't have access to the same level of 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 detail that that we have as a bank, right? Like we have a very we have a verified understanding of where our customers live, how old they are. You mentioned the the KYC that stands for Know Your Customer, um, so we have verified information on on on, on who they are. And obviously we know where they work. We know where they spend their money. Um, so if I'm not doing a good, a good job being relevant in my advertising, uh, I really have nobody, nobody to blame. I have all the information I need there. Yeah. Um, and it's not just interest level targeting, right? Like quid is like, like you said, Oh, you like Marvel. Great. Let me sign some Marvel gear. Right. Oh, you like star Wars. Awesome. Game of Thrones. Easy. You know, in, in banking, it's also about like behavior, right? Because it's not just you're you're banking and you're. I mean, this is quote for the uh, the podcast. You're banking on your LTV, right? You're banking on <laughs> the the behavior to to really get an ROI on on, on your marketing and um, exactly. In fact, I mean, really acquiring a customer is. It's obviously expensive in terms of marketing costs and, and CAC and things like that. Um, but it also costs us money, right? Like we, every customer who signs up for current, we're immediately at a loss, right? We ship you a card for free. Um, we verify you who you are. These are all things that have costs associated with them. So it's very important that we're acquiring customers who are high intent and who are going to follow through and, and and become customers of ours. And so, um, you know, for us, you mentioned the core KPIs earlier our our big one is uh, direct depositors that's what it really means to switch your bank uh is where does your direct deposit go right because you could you could be signed up for a bunch of different you know financial institutions apps etc uh but none of them really matter uh, until they get your 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 direct deposit and that's you know when i ask somebody who's your bank uh that's what it really means and so that's 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 our kpi and so we're obviously trying to grow that um and grow that efficiently that's awesome. So let's talk about some financial principles, right? Like the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast is all about helping advertisers learn the fundamentals and principles of of managing cash flow and, and the finance aspect uh, behind advertising. And it's actually pretty fun because you know sometimes uh, you know we get maybe ad agencies on the show or, or marketing folk that really don't know a ton about finance, but you're Dude, you're 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 VP marketing of a fintech. So you got to know something, Adam. You got to know something that other <laughs> other marketing folks don't know. Like you got. I will um, say I've learned something because coming into this, uh, I really I I didn't have any uh, finance background. Um, 
even even before getting into the world of uh, user acquisition and mobile and everything like that, uh, I actually worked as an economist at the Bureau of Labor Statistics for about five <laughs> years. That's where I started my career. Uh, riveting. So, Absolutely riveting. <laughs> so my econ skills, those are fabulous. I'm very proud of those. Uh, my finance skills, pretty terrible uh, up until about 18 months ago. That's awesome. So walk us through. So before, actually, before you give us like some financial principles and, and tips here, walk everybody through how, how does current acquire customers, right? We, we briefly just mentioned, you know, ads and influencer marketing, but like that, peel, peel back that onion for us a little bit. Yeah. So it, the, the, Influencer marketing is, is, is certainly a, a very important channel for us. Um, I, I have, you know, going back a, a number of companies now, I've, I've, I kind of got started in the world of influencer marketing maybe about seven years ago or so um, at a time when it wasn't, you know, influencer marketing wasn't even called that, right? Uh, for me, it was, uh, I was actually, I was actually working on a soccer app at the time and it was uh, people uploading FIFA to YouTube. That's what, it, <laughs> that, that's what it was called, right? And I asked those people, I was like, hey, uh, would you talk about our app, uh, Tops Kick? Uh, so that's really how I got got, got started in that space. But that's it's, it's been an important channel on, on at most of the companies I've, I've worked for, and certainly is the case here. I think um, you know being a financial institution, uh, trust is really really important, um, and and this goes for all levels, right? I, I mentioned you know uh, you know we're, we're we're working with a lot of folks who are paycheck to paycheck. I mean. If you're paycheck to paycheck, and I'm telling you our core KPI is uh, direct depositors, I'm asking you for your next paycheck, right? And mm. that's literally all your money. Um, mm-hmm. It's an incredibly large ask for you know this company that maybe you've just seen on your phone, um, maybe you've seen an ad some some, some somewhere else, uh, but you know Wells Fargo is right around the corner. You know, you, you know they may have been you know, assholes for the last six years, but you know, you can go there and yell at them. What happens if we don't, you know, show have your money, if if our card doesn't work, something like that. It's an absolute disaster. So building up that trust with the customer is really, really important. Um, Influencers as a channel is very good for building trust, right? Because you have that inherent endorsement and that's nothing new, right? Like using celebrities to endorse a product have been around as pretty much as long as advertising and celebrities have been around, right? Yeah, but like the way you've operationalized it is what's really interesting. I mean, the the and the level of scale, right? Like using celebrities, yeah, it's been around, but it's like, okay, yeah, you got lucky because Beyonce endorsed you like one time, or like Oprah did you on the book up like one <laughs> time, right? But like the level of scale of what you know, how current's leveraging influencer marketing is so systematic, so operationalized and brought down to the micro niches and the micro influencers. That's the, that's the part that I think you guys have really excelled at. Well, I think there's, there's, there's a really big difference there between the, the, the old version of, of celebrity Mm. endorsements and, and, and kind of the, the, the the system we have today. Um, You mentioned somebody like Oprah. She's (laughs) actually maybe an early example of some of, of a modern influencer, right? Because she, Mm had distribution it was within her control basically mm-hmm. right like she had you know what, what's uh oprah shows on like abc or something mm-hmm. uh I, I should know this uh maybe <laughs> you could they technically had the distribution but ultimately she had control and i guess she's actually she did she started her own network right and that's what really separates uh 
an influencer now and an influencer endorsement from, let's say, a celebrity endorsement 10 years ago, 20 years ago, um, you know, as much as, uh, you know, if I had even, you know, talk about somebody like, uh, like, a, like a Michael Jordan, right, mm-hmm. or, 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 or Michael Jackson, like these huge, massive celebrities in the 80s and the 90s, um, they actually couldn't reach anybody themselves, right? Like they were dependent mm-hmm. on other outlets. Um, mm-hmm. If you talk about, yeah. you know, fast forward to today, you talk about an Instagram or a YouTuber or even, you know, Beyonce herself, who, you know, she was this conventional celebrity who existed 10 years ago and didn't have distribution. You fast forward today and she actually, you know, that's been a huge strategy of hers is to own her own distribution in the same so, way that a, a, a YouTuber or an Instagrammer does. Um, I want to know what's the largest influencer deal you've done, Adam. It could be a current, it could have been in, in a previous gig, but like, I want to know what, uh, what's the largest influencer deal. You don't have to name like who it is or like, but yeah, like, yeah, well, what, six figures. I, I haven't done anything in the seven figures uh, as an yeah. individual deal yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cer- certainly in the six figure range uh, is kind of where your 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 tier one influencers fall. Um, and and how did you structure that promotion? How did you structure that deal? I mean, was it literally like, Hey, here, here's 200 grand. Here's hundred grand. Like, I think this is going to work or the art of the deal in, in influencer marketing, right? There's been a a few, many kind of, kind of in, in that range and they've, they've gotten there by different means, right? And it depends largely on the influencer and their priorities. Um, I've been very flexible with my, with my payment terms um, because that's, you know, one of the ways in which you get, you get to, you know, work with influencers is uh, being accommodating, right? Cause everybody's trying to do it. And how do you make it? Uh, how do you, how do you be competitive? And, you know, you have influencers who are super risk averse and all they want is just a flat fee. Hey, you know, I want a thousand dollars. I want $10,000. I want a hundred thousand um, dollars. Just write me the check. And I'll do whatever you want. And then that's it. Um, you have other influencers who are more akin to incentives, right? And, and getting, getting, uh, um, take, taking a little bit of risk, but seeing more upside. Um, so those structures could be based on, let's say, uh, views or impressions um, that they get on, on specific metrics within a certain time frame. Um, so maybe I'm a YouTuber and I'm like, okay, well, you know, I know that I can put out really great content that will do really well, that will get, you know, millions of views. I can control that. So I want to align my incentives uh, with that, which I can control. Um, the most ambitious uh, will go a step further than that and, and, and will want, you know, a revenue share or, or a piece uh, like, like, like a CPA type of deal. Um, now, of course, like at that point, they're exposed to, you know, product risk and conversion risk, right? Like, uh, you know, that means, hey, if, you know, the landing page isn't working, they aren't making any money. Um, but of course, you know, the upside on that uh, will, will, will be the highest. And so you really see everything um, in between and kind of hybrid approaches. And I've, I've, I've always been pretty uh, flexible around that. Oh, that's awesome. So, all right, let's, let's do this. What financial tips or principles would you have to, to an advertiser listening? That's let's just say, you know, hasn't raised uh, how much is current raised like 50 some odd million dollars in venture capital, right? Like, you know, what, what bit of advice would you have 
for somebody that's a, like a little bit more cash flow conscious on uh, diving into to influencer marketing? And if they're not like, you know, in a position to throw down multiple six figure contracts, <laughs> well, uh, but you know, you know, the, the, the advertisers listening on the show, you know, they're spending, you know, anywhere from like 20 grand a month all the way up to 2 million a month. Right. Um, yeah. But they're not VC funded for the most of them. I, w- I would say, I mean, I, w- I would be very conscious of, of, of cash flows. Right. And, and as, as a, as a, as, as a business influencer marketing, isn't necessarily great for cash flow, uh, especially in that scenario in which I described, right. Where you're just writing a flat rate check, somebody executes, um, you then essentially have two curves that sit on top of each other, right? Um, you incur all your costs on day zero. Uh, and then the first curve that comes out is, um, you know, acquisition from, from all, from, from, from the campaign. So, uh, for simplicity's sake, let's say this, well, you know, you could have this be, let's say, uh, an Instagram story, right? Or a Snapchat story, something that just exists or, or, or a live stream, right? It exists, it happens, and then it's over. Um, mm-hmm. That that case, uh, it's a little bit simpler because all your acquisition is essentially going to happen in that moment in time um, or, or, or that 24-hour period. Uh, a YouTube video is very different, right? Because it accumulates videos over time. Some, some, some are evergreen um, that have all different types of curves. So you have that initial curve from like, hey, maybe you paid today, but you're still getting a user from it in three months and six months and nine months. Uh, and then you layer on your own LTV curve, your own monetization curve, um, that, that, that occurs from once you acquire that customer, right? Um, again, in e-commerce, that'll be fairly instantaneous, uh, in a business that's more like, more like banking or, or, or more like a game or a subscription service, et cetera. That's a lot longer. So you might be talking about paying money today that, uh, for a customer who joins in four months, um, who only pays back, you know, uh, 12 months after that or nine months or six months, whatever, whatever your payback period is, um, you know, you have to, it, it, it's not that friendly to a cash flow situation. And so um, I, I'm not sure if that's helpful, but it's, it's just a reality. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, I've heard of some, you know, some folks, you know, structuring their influencer deals where, you know, to get a tier one influencer, it has to be a six figure dollar amount. But that doesn't mean that doesn't need to be 100, 200 grand like cash up front. Like we've heard of some folks structuring it as, uh, you know, as soon as you can kind of get a, a risk profile, like you said, and show them very simply and, and clearly like, hey, here's here's 10, 20 grand, 10, 20 percent down to know that we're serious. Uh, but also, you know, here's the up, upside participation and doing that in a, in a systematic way is 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 pretty key. So, um but I also would say, yeah, influencer, <laughs> it's, it's also, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's also lends itself to not being that great. Like, you know, I'd imagine you have to, like, you just don't get to, it's not as simple as like loading up a credit card into Facebook ads, right? And be like, all right, I'm going to get a 30, 60 day float on this. Um, yeah. or, you yeah. know, net, net, net 60 terms. So, and, and I mean, and again, you know, influences our small business just like you um so so cash flow is is important to them so you know you're not going to get those 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 type of uh um super long payment terms or at least you know the influencer is is not going to want to do that meaning you probably have to pay a premium and and all this other stuff that comes along with that so no it's 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 not it's not a great fit for that um 
you know, I, it, it, it's from a, from a, you, you mentioned structuring those, those influencer deals like that. Um, it's really about kind of building trust. Um, if you, you know, if, if your goal in structuring an influencer deal um, with, let's say, again, like a revenue or a CPA portion portion of it is to save money, um, you're really not in the, in, in the right business. Like you're ultimately, you're, you're just going to screw over the influencer in that case. They aren't going to be happy. They're not going to work with you again. And, and, it's, and it's super short-sighted. Um, your goal really should be, uh, you know, mitigating risk and sharing risk. Um, and so you should be able to prove to that influencer, hey, um, this is what this looks like at expectation. And so by sharing this risk with me, you're actually going to see more upside if if, if you can execute. And if you if, if you have that level of relationship, that level of trust, um, it, it can absolutely be really successful. That's awesome. All right, let's move into this Rich Ed Poor Ed uh, segment here. I think we should roast some 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 shitty shitty poor ads first what do you think dylan <laughs> yeah we can totally kind of dive into some yeah these these are going to be some great ads to roast adam um i know you're looking forward to it i would love to have you open up that email and check out some of these terrible ads oh and by the way i love how much y'all know y'all's customer with some of y'all's ads you know very text message oriented meme oriented oh my gosh you, you hit you know right on the head when it comes to you know whoever's doing these actual ads here because man they are funny <laughs> <laughs> uh i i appreciate the kind words all but, right so where where do we want to start i haven't looked at these yet oh yes all righty so uh, would you like to go for the food oriented terrible ad or the, the back scratcher terrible ad first because they're both terrible <laughs> uh, i'll start with the back scratcher all right all right just so everybody has some context we have a random brand called mbrush get your back brush now easy to get your back keep your body clean you want to grab one on amazon place an order on amazon we will cover the full price for you <laughs> new amazon accounts are not eligible for this offer but hey there's limited stock so hurry now this <laughs> it's a terrible ad um no product benefits it's going to messenger as an e-com brand i i love it i hate it so much so it's kind of you know really good there but adam what are those first thoughts <laughs> uh, well my first thought is the brush looks to be facing the wrong way <laughs> um that's you know it, it yeah it it's looks like yeah i guess more like a back scratcher than a back brush maybe that they're advertising it, it it's not super clear uh, although i am really happy that they have the non-slip grip because well nobody no 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 nobody hates it more than when you're just trying to brush your brush your back and 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 the brush slipping right that's that's like an everyday problem that, that I, I you know so now it's, it's it's a little bit of a ridiculous ad uh, this is super fascinating to me. Um, you know, as somebody who spends a lot of time, like you know, agonizing over copy, I'm 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 not the best copywriter. I look at this and I'm like, wow, um, <laughs> no real respect for any type of you know rules around capitalization or formatting. Um, I appreciate that there's limited stock, so hurry! Three exclamation points. Um, it's interesting the new Amazon accounts are not eligible for this offer. There are probably some fraudulent problems going on there. I don't know. This is fascinating to me. Well, fun fact. I, I like add, how the headline 
I was going to say, fun okay, fact, okay. let's add, did over $3 million in sales, you know, which is, I'm totally BSing what? now. It did not. It did. Who knows what it did? <laughs> no, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. I mean, the headline says, get it today, which is just the worst headline. And the call to action is the worst I think I've ever seen. You want to want to grab one on Amazon? It's like you're assuming that they want to get it on Amazon. And then it just says, place an order on Amazon. <laughs> oh, this, is just... this, this tells me that like Embrush is not a real company, not a real product. Um, my guess is that there's some type of affiliate scheme here going on. Um, where yeah. like the, but you know, again, I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, un, un, unclear. Oh yeah. But <laughs> you got to admit, that's a killer ad to roast. And you know, the, the the next ad we have to roast everybody is a very well-known brand who spends probably, shoot, 500K a day, I feel like, on ads, but they can get away with almost anything. You may have seen their ads in your newsfeed, but we're going to introduce Wish. Now, <laughs> with this specific ad, y'all, it's perfect for laying in bed, eating sunflower seeds, watching your, TV, watching your phone. It's a terrible ad. Um, the copy price dropped from $1 to $1. Phenomenal deal. Um, enjoy the cheaper items sold by Wish. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Um, Adam, go ahead. <laughs> Repeat, man. That's, that's really thought. All right. So what I will say about this is I don't think it's a terrible ad <laughs> as a reflection of the advertiser. Uh, if it's a terrible ad, it's a reflection of our tastes as consumers. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is what I presume to be a dynamic product ad by Wish, okay. meaning. They've fed their catalog of thousands of products uh, in, in, into Facebook uh, with the corresponding uh, creative and just allowed Facebook to say, hey, we're going to like essentially show these and whatever performs best according to what we've chosen to optimize towards um, will get shown more, right? Oh, you're spot um, on. So spot on. Wish is like, you know, which is is notorious for these for for, for these type of ads uh, because we have all these these wacky products. Uh, but what this does, uh, and 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 me as an avid sunflower seed consumer <laughs> myself, uh, <laughs> makes me you know I'm like wow somebody thought of this because I've you know really actually I to be fair I I, I mainly eat them when I'm driving so I haven't encountered the same issue where I was like man I wish I had both hands free. <laughs> Uh, like watch um, this random Asian television show while uh, eating sunflower seeds. But um, <laughs> it's, you know, it certainly like makes me think, man, Wish probably has some pretty, you know, revolutionary products um, that my Walmart is not, uh, is not bringing to me. Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. I had no idea, Adam, that you were such a sunflower seed fanatic. It's hilarious. Oh, these, these look like jumbo ones. They're a little bit longer. That's not, not that. Oh, I did my research. This was this was the ad in question, without a doubt, you know, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah, it, it like, I wish is like the... Actually reading the copy now, it does say price drop from $1 to $1. Um a little bit of a space thing error there. So I was giving a wish a pass initially and blaming this more on just, you know, dynamic product ads and people's own tastes and algorithms. But uh, 
Come on. Zero <laughs> percent off. I love it. All right, let's let's do a rich head. Let's dive into it. Let's let's pull up some current ads because you you know, I I don't think there's a single uh, losing ad here on, on currents ad ad library here. Oh, uh, let and, me let me just stop you there. Plenty of losing ads on, <laughs> on, on, on library. Uh, if 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 there weren't, we wouldn't be doing our job, right? Um, yeah, that's that's fair. I love it. Let's do, let's do it. Kick it off, Dylan. All right, but yeah, diving into these rich ads. I mean. We'll go ahead and snag this one. You got a beautiful card. It pops out. Some nice overlay text. Get paid up. You know, get paid up to two days faster. Um, banking that gets you paid faster. Get paid. Up to- <laughs> You'll have a very obvious message there when it comes to your kind of audience here. So I mean, it's very consistent. Uh, sign up in less than two minutes. Free overnight overdraft up to hundred dollars with overdrive. So I mean, it's very consistent across all these different styles of copy, but different you know videos more or less. Are those kind of the main pain points you kind of identified that really resonate with your audience? Yeah, well, you know, we're we're, we're lucky in that, um, you know, one of our most popular features is directly correlated with, with our with our KPI, right? It's it's getting paid faster. A um, mm-hmm. little bit of background on 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 what that means, right? If uh, if you get paid on a weekly basis, let's say uh, every Friday, which which is pretty typical of of, of a lot of hourly jobs in in, in America. Um, the way that works is, you know, you work your shift that and your your weekly shift that ends on Sunday. Um, your employer uh, then, you know, submits their payroll with their payroll provider, whoever that may be. Um, that will usually, you know, you know, it hits it hits a few intermediaries, but the Federal Reserve will send us a note and and essentially any bank a note, typically two heads ahead, two days ahead of time, saying, hey, um, you know. Dylan is getting paid $500 on Friday. Um, and mm-hmm. so we have that no on Wednesday, mm-hmm. meaning we can instantly credit you that amount on Wednesday and knowing that, you know, with near 100% certainty that that money uh, will actually fully settle with us by Friday. Um, so if you talk about, you know, a traditional bank, uh, this is against their, their, their incentivized not to do this, right? Because of, uh, how they make money, loaning out deposits. So actually fronting money instead goes against that. They would in no world ever want to do this. Hmm. Um, but, you know, as, as, a, as a business that doesn't make money based on, on loaning out deposits, um, we can. And so uh, it's, 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 that, that's how that, that all works and why it exists. Uh, now, what's really nice is, well, how do you get paid faster? By submitting your direct deposit, right? And so our core KPI is then aligned with one of our one of our best features uh, and most popular features, and so that's uh, it's no coincidence why you see us advertising it. Yeah, but it's just so congruent, like throughout the, the the funnel, right? Like, how many bank ads have we seen where it's branding, right? Or it like you're just you nailed it on the core feature of current through and through, really on all these ads in your ads library. Like, I'm looking at a few of them where you have it's like it's just a text conversation with, with some bubbles and just phenomenal use of emojis hats off to you guys on the emoji front <laughs> emoji ad it's you know direct response you know you have to be able to convey value props um and, and that's what's going to make people take action now that said being on brand is very very important to us as well uh, i mentioned the bit on trust and how important that is right uh, where you know 
and 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 building and and that's all part of part of brand building uh, people don't want to bank with uh you know some 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 random bank they've never heard of um some some bank that they don't think is uh relevant to them which again when you talk about 50 percent of this country um most mm-hmm. bank and most bank ads are very irrelevant to them right uh mm-hmm. you, you're you're probably highlighting maybe uh you know uh 45 year old white woman in a pantsuit uh mm-hmm. like getting her cup of coffee or something which is like the reality for one half of america but not the reality for the other half um and so i'd say mm-hmm. uh being relevant is is really really key to our advertising now all your headlines say overdraft up to $100 for free uh i mean that's mind blowing in in several ways of like <laughs> what bank you know would ever have the balls to say yeah like if you're overdraft we want you as a customer right that so that's a really big testament to your product that you're actually able to you know advertise to somebody that's overdrafting right so yeah. the the groundwork's been laid for you there but um, like how does the overdraft like how does that even work i guess this is more of a product question but like <laughs> well, i mean it's, it's you know again functionally though uh, for, for, for those who don't know uh what typically happens if 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 you're with a traditional bank um you know you have six dollars left in your account you swipe for 20 bucks uh your account will go negative uh 14 bucks uh they'll allow the swipe to go through but then hit you with a 35 dollar overdraft fee on that um Let's say again, you swipe again for four dollars, uh, get a quarter pounder from uh, from McDonald's. <laughs> you'll get hit with another thirty five dollar fee. So now you've paid seventy dollars to access, you know, fifteen bucks or so. Um, and and again, that 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 series continue and without real even notification. Uh, and so, you know, this may happen unknowingly, right? Where yeah. it's like. You know, you didn't even know that you were overdrafting and all of a sudden you owe, you know, $105 in, in overdraft fees. Um, but more often than many would think it is happening knowingly, right? Because, hey, the reality is you're paycheck to paycheck. Um, you don't have any money in your bank account. You don't get paid for two more days. Uh, and you either have the choice of, you know, buying groceries for your family, getting diapers, feeding yourself or not. You know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and so you're willing to pay that $35, um, mm-hmm. which is, which is a terrible place to be in, right? It's, it's, it's essentially, you know, it's, it's predatory, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it's awful. And it, there's, there's not, you know, we, we can't solve all the problems of financial inequality in, in, in the U S but we can solve this one. Um, and so we do let folks who direct deposit with us, uh, overdraft and overdraft for free. Right. And, and we have this, it's a two-way trust system, right? They've entrusted us uh, with being able to hold their money and 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 you know giving us their paycheck, and we've entrusted them that hey, uh, if we let them overdraft, um, they'll you know they'll stick with us, right? And their next paycheck will come through, uh, and 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 they'll repay that, and and that's and that's what we've seen overwhelmingly, and so it's uh you know mm-hmm. it's a two way trust that goes on there. Yeah, I mean, I think about all the advertising campaigns that could have existed for current, right? Like, I'm on your guys' site right now. It says the Bank for Modern Life. And it looks like this, like, hip-hop, like, recording artist is holding up the bank card. Charlie Smart. And yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. It, it, but, like, a non-direct response, 
you know, advertiser would have went down the direction of like, okay, we need to have every influencer just carrying our car. Like it would have been very easy to fall into, we have to brand, you know, current and just go all, all in on brand. Right. And, um, you've done a ton of, you know, trust and, and, and built your brand through, through influencer marketing, but you're laid into, like everybody just loathes bank fees, right? Like there's such a visceral response. It, 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 it's really, you know, I, I consider ourselves fortunate in that we're ultimately, we're, we're stealing customers from businesses that don't want them. I think that's mm-hmm. the real point here is that uh, you're not seeing, you know, Bank of America or Citibank, uh, mm-hmm. HSBC, you name it. You know, these guys are not upset that we're, stealing these customers from them right um mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. they're making it very easy um and so that yeah. again and, and again put it this way if you were to start a bank today like who in their mind would think oh you know what we need ten thousand physical brick and mortar <laughs> stores across the united states especially in a pandemic that's a great idea <laughs> it's, it's mind-blowing but yet that you know they've kept mm-hmm. them open Right, like that's mm-hmm. still their, their 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 business model. It's kind of like the status quo has 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 held true there. It's just like an insane, expensive, bloated product um, that doesn't make sense for most of this country, and definitely doesn't make sense for really anybody in 2020. Um, you yeah. know, to 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 do that. So you know, it's uh, it's it's a lot of low hanging fruit out there. Yeah. Well, there you have it. There's the there's the your rich ad poor ad segment. Adam, you've been an awesome guest on the show. You guys got to go uh check out current. I mean, over 50 million dollars raised in VC money, 1.2 plus million users, uh, over a billion dollars in deposits. I mean, you guys, you know, I know we're not talking about numbers today, but you got to be spending seven, eight figures, like seven figures a month on on influencers and ads, uh, but we'll leave that uh, those 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 secret numbers uh, close to the chest today. Uh, but Adam, how, you know, for those that are listening that that might be either influencers themselves or affiliates or or advertisers, you know, how how can they support you and uh, where can they get in touch? Uh, the number one they, way they could support me uh, would be to either join or, or refer someone. Uh, to, to join our team here we're, we're we're based in new york uh downtown manhattan um the team is growing pretty fast we're about uh 45 people here or so which is you know uh, you know well over double from, from from when i joined and uh yeah we can't can't keep on you know acquiring all these all these customers and and building all these products uh without 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 more people and so that would be the number one way i'd say current.com slash careers um, that's awesome. And so, if you, you're if you're a media buyer or an ad agency that's just burned out on life <laughs> from COVID, <laughs> and uh, and you want to get into uh, influencer marketing, um, yeah, d- d- check out Current. That's that's awesome. Well, thanks, Adam. Y- you've been awesome. Thanks so much for being on the show. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much.